Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success, where our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today, we're going to find out when you know it's time to hire help, and we'll do that in just seven minutes with Sherry Eichberger. Now, Sherry is the owner of Central 515 Consulting. She's a creative business consultant with a focus on inbound marketing, PR, and events. She's been helping small to medium-sized businesses thrive for over eight years. She injects creativity into every aspect of running a business. Sherry, it's fantastic to have you here with us. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. So tell us who I, I, so we know there are small and medium-sized businesses, but who's your ideal client? My ideal client has evolved over the years and, and it's taken me a while to figure it out, but it really is the small to medium-sized business owner who's a little overwhelmed trying to wear all the hats, even if they don't fit quite right and do all the things themselves. So that, that's where I come in. So they have a problem, those kind of folks. And what is that problem that you solve for them, Sherry? Well, I identify what their weaknesses or the areas that they really need help, and I take something off their plate. So it could be that they're great with the books, but they're not great with, you know, marketing, or they're great with marketing, but they're not good with hosting events or promotions. It could be that they're great at hosting promotions and events, but they don't really know anything about social media marketing. There's a lot of pieces that go into owning a business, whether it's brick, brick and mortar, online what have you. And a lot of, especially small business owners, try to do it all and they just can't. Yes, indeed. So tell us about what's going on inside, potentially inside our listeners. What sort of feelings, emotions, symptoms might they be feeling that would give them the sort of signal to get a hold of you, Sherry? Right. So a lot of them eventually come to the point where their, their business is not growing. They're just stuck. They've done all they can do and they just don't have the insight or the foresight to take things to the next level. And again, many times, like I said, they're overwhelmed. They just have so much to do and so they do nothing and their business suffers. Um, a lot of times they come to me because they're losing potential clients because they're not promoting their business properly or they just don't have the bandwidth to do it themselves. So that's where kind of where I come in. So when they try to do if you will, too much themselves. What are the mistakes that you see them making over and over again, Sherry? Well, a lot of times, especially again, I, I work with a lot of small businesses. They're trying to save money, okay? So they have the mindset that they, they don't have a marketing budget. They don't have a PR budget. They, they're just trying to work, you know, make pennies to pay the rent. They're, they're really not thinking globally. They're thinking a little bit differently. And so they're trying to save money and do everything themselves. And then they get to the point where they just realize it's worth investing in a competent marketing person to help them because their returns then move forward, you know, sometimes tenfold. So just that mindset of, I don't have the marketing budget, but yet they're not making money to, okay, I'm going to invest in marketing and see my business grow. So it's kind of getting them to that place. I always talk to these business owners that are in the situation about being reactive versus proactive. Many of them are living in this proactive state, right? Because they're trying to make money, they're trying to pay bills, they, they're trying to do everything. So they're just reacting as, as things happen instead of hiring people that 
can take care of the areas that they're weak in and being more proactive. When you're in a proactive state, then you can strategize and you can you know, have long and short-term goals and KPIs that you can manage. So a lot of these business owners are in just this reactive state and it can be very detrimental to their business. So I get in there, try to flip things to where they're in a more proactive state in their business. So talking about proactivity, question number five is what's one single action that you would recommend that our listeners take, Sherry, and, and an action that they could take for free? Sure, absolutely. I think many business owners don't know who their audience is. And so they cast a very wide net. <clears throat> Again, if you're, if you're trying to be resourceful and mind your budget, casting a wide net isn't always the best strategy. So I think a lot of times that they just don't know who their audience is. If you can really sit down and take time and identify who your audience is, and in many cases, you have several, right? You might have this age group, or you might have more of a corporate audience. Once you know your audience and you market specifically to that audience, now you're casting a much smaller net and you're more strategic. So I would say sit down, really think who is your audience, who is the person that will buy your products, shop at your store, who needs your services, and market directly where they are. So I think that's really, really important. I even tell my clients, give that audience a name, you know, it could be John, you know, he's a male, he's 45 to 55, you know, he makes 100,000 plus a year, he's college educated, whatever it is, where does he shop? Which men's stores? What is he reading? What is he watching on TV? And really get down to who is your audience and market specifically to them instead of casting that wide net and throwing money away. Beautiful. Good, great advice. So I know you've got an abundance of resources. So tell us one key resource that would help our listeners solve the problem you've articulated. Now, what is the resource and where would they go on your website to get their hands on it? Yes. Thank you for asking that. You know, over 10 years ago, I, I owned a brick and mortar business that we had to shutter, unfortunately. But at that time, I was firsthand experiencing the lack of funds for a full-blown marketing team. And so as a consultant, I created something that I call a jolt session. I figure any business owner can afford $175. It's a two-hour intensive one-on-one -on -one consulting session designed to move the needle in your business to the direction you want to go in. So I call it a jolt session. I've, I've done almost 150 of them. Many of my jolt session clients at the end of our session say they literally felt the jolt because it really is intense. And so sometimes you just need that little spark. You just need that little bit of advice. You're just stuck. And that's what I do with the Jolt session. So it's $175, two hours, one-on-one. -on -one. We can do it Zoom, in person if you're in the Houston area, but it's extremely effective. Okay. And, and you can actually go, yeah, <laughs> go to central515.com, Jolt, J-O-L-T dash session, S-E-S-S-I-O-N dash two. And I believe the link will be in the show notes. Yes, indeed it will. So Sherry, look, I told you I'd ask you on my show and ask you seven questions in seven minutes. I have asked six, but what is the question that you were thinking, hey, Bill should have asked me? And then what's the answer to that unasked question? Okay. I think you can't talk about building a business or business in general without talking about how to build a brand. And so I was hoping you would ask, you know, how do you build a strong, successful, everlasting brand, because that's what a business is. And I guess my answer, if you ask me, that would be a couple things. First of all, I believe as a business owner, you should not only be building your business brand, but your personal brand. 
And so what does that mean? That means that for, in my case, if your business goes away, you have your personal brand to leverage for the next project, for the next business, for the next adventure or endeavor. And that just means being authentic, consistent in the way that you communicate with people. Um, it's when that happens, you build trust. And most people know that you do business with people, you know, like, and trust, and that you do what you say you're going to do when you're going to do it, that you respect other businesses. You're a good collaborator and a good strategic partner that you offer value. It's not all about selling, selling, but it's about working with the community that your business is in and also giving as much as you're receiving from that community. And I believe that people, again, are so reactive. They're not really thinking about their brand image and, you know, what that means to people. And so I think it's really important. That's almost step one in my mind. If someone's starting a business is what is my brand going to be like? What is it going to stand for? And me as a business owner separately, what is, what is my brand going to look like? That's a fantastic question and answer, Sherry. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So did I go over closing, seven minutes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did beautifully. Yeah, so in closing, everybody, focus on this single fact. Businesses do not become extraordinary in a single moment that so they get there as a result of the owner first identifying a core growth strategy, then executing with a system of management, and number three, leveraging high-performance teams. Now, you'll get the exact roadmap at getbillsgift.com, so take advantage of that offer. Thanks for listening, Sherry. Once again, thanks for sharing your time with us today. Thank you. Appreciate you. 